ice cream? Do you ever look at ice cream flavors and wonder, how the hell did someone come up with this? How does it taste so damn good? How do they do it? Welcome to Let's Spoon Podcast, where we chat with ice cream makers and get the scoop on the stories behind the ice cream. Come cuddle up and spoon with your hosts, Stephanie Dela Cruz from Dela Cramery, and myself, Brooke Shapiro, aka Sunday's Mom. And let's dig in and chat all things ice cream. This week, we're spooning with Mansoor Ahmed from Heritage Kulfi Ice Cream in Princeton, New Jersey. He's going to share with us his journey from South Asian Foods Distributor to creating premium South Asian Kulfi ice cream for all. Let's learn more and dig in together. I came to the ice cream world in, in an unusual way. Um, in 2014, I began a distribution company delivering frozen desserts to the South Asian community in the New York City area. And over several years, I had grown the business many fold. And in um, 2020, with the onset of COVID and the way it kind of began impacting New York City, New Jersey, I had to take a step back and kind of really reflect on my work life. And I discovered rather quickly that I feel the most happy and satisfied uh, when I'm able to express my creativity. And um, so based on that, I, I had a heart-to-heart conversation with my brilliant and amazing wife, Rebecca, who was extremely encouraging and supportive of me while she was also managing uh, a full teaching load at Princeton. And so from there, I got to work. And so having a background in graphics design and this cold chain, cold chain distribution allowed me um, this peace of mind to focus almost fully on creating these unique flavors. And I spent about a year designing packaging, researching ingredients, and developing flavor profiles. And I finally launched towards the end of 2021. And it's been a wild journey since then. I was recently glowingly featured in the New York Times, as well as uh, my local Princeton paper. And people have been scooping up pints wherever they're available. And there's now this incredible fan base. Wow, that is incredible. And congratulations on your success so far. Um, It seems like you're going to have much more success to come. Um, As I said that I make Mexican flavored ice creams, this is almost my story, you know, in comparison, it feels like kind of walking in those footsteps. So um, I'm really excited for you. This seems amazing. And um, your flavors specifically are something new to the market or more of an underground scene. So can you tell us a little bit more about your flavors and uh, how you chose to make those flavors first? So Gulfi, just taking a step back, is commonly known in South Asia as ice cream. And there are certain kind of defining characteristics, uh, such as it being dense, creamy, um, having no eggs, and the use of uh, authentic ingredients. And so all my flavors are very dense, meaning they have very little air in them, and they have high butter fat, um, which I source source fresh from local and regional farms. 
and um, not using any eggs prevents the ingredients from getting masked. And also I use a slow heating uh, process and a proprietary uh, steeping method to achieve those richer dairy notes and this almost velvety texture. And um, sometimes uh, the flavor names will kind of exist before I begin experimenting with a particular set of ingredients and other times it might just come after. Um, so I, I like making flavors that uh, are straightforward because the ingredients I use are complex. And so, for example, a typical way of making kulfi is to combine saffron, pistachio, and rose, rose water. And that tastes great, but that's not really like my logic. And so I keep the flavor profiles relatively simple in terms of just using one main ingredient, aside from the milk, the cream, and the sugar, and giving it um, the, the space, the proper space to breathe and shine. Um, so I, uh, my hope is that the message that it sends is that I'm quite confident in these ingredients and I take great care with them and I respect them. And the, the fans of my Gulfi agree. Um, for example, a friend of mine, he's South Asian and he never had saffron ice cream before. And when he tried mine, he was very emotional, um, because the flavor is so familiar to him but he did not know how to name it or describe it. It's in all the food that he loves. And so this is the kind of moment I want to create. Did you have this kind of ice cream growing up and do you have like memories about it, which is how you were able to transform it? Or is this just all new to you? Yeah, so a lot of people would think about uh, banana splits or like snow, snow cones when you ask about their childhood memories. And so for me, it's uh, Faluda. And um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Faluda, but it's like a sundae, but with uh, soft vermicelli noodles, basil seeds, and rose syrup. And it sounds pretty fancy when you say it like that, but it's, it's quite a, a typical South Asian treat for kids. So Faluda is my version of a banana split. And I guess it's not surprising that it inspired me to make a rose water ice cream. My parents immigrated from South Asia at a pretty young age. And um, I was born in New York City and, um, and then grew up um, in a town uh, named Yonkers, uh, just kind of outside New York City. And um, I believe during high school, uh, my parents and we all moved further upstate uh, into New York. And that was quite a different experience, uh, kind of having spent my whole life in New York City. And um, from there, we, uh, in 2014, um, I moved to Princeton, New Jersey. And um, as, as anyone from New York would tell you, that uh, crossing the border into New Jersey is a big no-no. So that took that, that definitely took some adjustment, but Princeton has been a lovely town. And I had moved here for uh, my wife's work at the time. There's plenty of uh, places for South Asian foods in, in the area, um, but there's, you know, it's just, 
when you when you grow up with a particular style of a cuisine, you just get attached to it in this unexplainable way. And um, it just feels different. So those experiences of mine um, were really attached to New York City. They remain attached. And um, different parts of different like boroughs have a particular style of just cooking the same kind of a dish. And um, those are very powerful memories um, that stay with me. Had you ever made ice cream before you decided to turn it into a business or was this something that you also learned how to do while developing these flavors specific for your brand? Definitely the, the, the biggest learning curve was understanding the commercial side of making ice cream and understanding the science behind them and uh, then seeing how these different um, ingredients interacted. So this is something I learned um, uh, after just kind of taking a dive into it when I had committed to starting a brand. And so there was a steep learning curve and I was open to devouring any information and anyone who would help me um, understand the processes better and what base mixes are and what flavors and extracts and this whole world um, that I tried to take a crash course on during this process. Yeah. Was there anyone who was like a mentor to you or like teach you about you know, or did you take an ice cream class? And there are lots of folks take that Penn State class back east. So curious if any of that was part of your process of learning. I'm I'm hoping to take that uh, that gold standard of Penn State course, uh, hopefully next year. But a lot of this uh, a lot of this studying was happening through various cookbooks and just online researching and various groups and um, learning from them. Uh, this was also a crazy time in the industry with ice cream uh, because of all the supply chain issues. And so there's a, there were a lot of different conversations about uh, how can I work with a particular industry specialists. And um, uh, the, the hurdle with all of um, the, the, the biggest hurdle throughout the process was that these the flavors that I was hoping to bring um, didn't really make any sense with uh, a lot of the individuals I was talking to. And uh, they had trouble kind of providing me guidance on what would be the best way to uh, manage it. So each time I felt like I had to kind of come back to the drawing board uh, and do my own research and find out my own vendors and play with the ingredients myself. This is just especially amazing to me to hear because it is seriously so close to what I did to build my brand. I mean, essentially finding my own resources, figuring it out on your own, not really knowing where to go to find these answers. So, you know, I, I give you a lot of respect because I know that there was probably so many times like me where it felt like this wasn't going to happen or this was going to take much longer than it felt like it should. Um, and there's so many moments of that frustration where you just feel like, how the heck do you make this happen? Um, so it, it's really humbling to hear you talk about this, to know that uh, I'm not alone. You know, I wasn't doing this by myself and seeing your brand. I mean, I, I'm looking at your website um, as we're talking here and 
it, it's beautiful. It's, it's a wonderful thing that you were able to make this come to life um, for your own personal needs and also for your community. Um, it, it's wonderful. And, you know, it's, it's really awesome to hear, hear you talk about it. Yeah, that, thank you so much. And I feel like you guys are doing a great job uh, um, contributing, building this kind of support group where people can come together and really uh, build confidence and also share their ideas and um, achieve these different desires and um, passions that they have. Yeah, I share my, as I always say, is like art almost, right? Like people can make it, the same thing like an ice cream but with all of our different cultures and where we live and experiences it just all comes out so different you know so like when you're saying about you get advice or you talk to people like they could only ever help you so far because everyone does things different right if it's like a super super americanized ice cream brand trying to help you they don't understand the nuances of your culture and those ingredients and why it's important um, to have that flavor profile. So, you know, I, there's just so, that's why this is so exciting to us to do this podcast is to hear everyone's different stories and backgrounds and how their history and where they live just impacts the ice cream that they make. So. Yeah, that's, uh, that's absolutely true. And for me, it was, um, it, it turned out and became this incredible outlet to express my creativity and that was, it's deeply satisfying. So whether it was working on a packaging design or marketing material or sourcing ingredients, each one of that, each one of those steps had these small wins and that was uh, extremely rewarding. And I also felt like there was this like intellectual curiosity that was satisfied um, because I had to learn so much during the whole process. And that just it stays with you when you go out and try to market it and explain it, explain the ice cream that you made. There's a certain passion that uh, develops in there and people um, see that and um, uh, enjoy that quite a bit. When I look at your brand, I mean, I see that you have all, you know, kind of a core set of flavors that you made. Um, And I imagine this is, an introduction to your brand. I would assume you have a lot of deeper thoughts on what direction you want to go and the flavor development and your offerings. Um, so how do you see the vision for the future for you? I would say that <laughs> I, I still feel like a little baby in the ice cream world. So it's always difficult to see so far ahead. But um, there was a lot of effort and energy that went into each one of these flavors and creating them. And so I hope that I can um, distribute them, make them available to as many people as possible um, and introduce them to these brand new flavors. And whether it's satisfying um, the kind of the South Asian community that uh, is mostly familiar with certain of these fla- with, with certain flavors and um, it's a new take for them or it's creating new flavors for people. So I mean I guess one of the grander goals would be that everyone who loves ice cream is able to taste at least one of my flavors yeah. 
That's awesome. And I love how, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like your own, your main focus is in stores as your distribution. Yes, because of my background in um, this cold chain distribution, I, I found that that would be the quickest way to make the product available to a lot of people. And also it helps me really stay connected to South Asian grocery store owners and build these very important relationships because at the end of the day, they're also um, doing something similar uh, by making these different ingredients available at their locations. So it's really kind of a community effort um, to introduce uh, the, the end consumer to all these exciting new products. Awesome. So people can find, so you're mostly distributed in South Asian stores? Currently, I'm, I'm mostly in South Asian markets and I'm within New York City. I'm also growing to other natural uh, grocery store chains as well. Yes. That's awesome. I think I was, so my background is CPG. Um, so getting into in store, I feel like is always the hardest part, which seems like with your background, like you said, was the easiest for you, um, you know, based off of your relationships and knowing distribution. So it's awesome. You're able to get, um, in stores that quickly. Yes, that's, that's kind of, that was the foundation and kind of the a big stimulus in being able to feel like I can pull this off. So that's been very exciting. Of course, it comes with its own challenges of, of, of transporting ice cream. So it's, it's really exciting for me to uh, try to pursue a particular store and uh, be able to stock them. And almost immediately, I'll see a customer who will come and I will kind of be even in the shadows at that point and see them pick up a pint without any kind of conversation and pay for the pint and go home. And to me, that's such a heartwarming moment because it feels like um, the whole strategy worked and they're going to have a pleasant experience engaging with um, all the effort that was uh, put into it. One of the biggest rewarding feelings to me, uh, which I'm sure is the same for you, is the amount of happiness you're giving to folks who have never been seen before, who have never had this available for them. Um, one of the biggest things that make me the most happy is people my age or older seeing my flavors and saying like, no way, this is an ice cream flavor or little kids getting an ice cream and you don't even have to explain to them what the flavor is because it's so embedded in them. They know exactly what they're getting. Um, so, I, you know, I hope that you feel very proud of what you're doing. Um, giving people that feeling, in my opinion, is my biggest drive and motivation. Um, and it, it's like so heartwarming, like the feeling is almost in, indescribable. Yes, because it's um, ice cream is just something that is extremely emotional. Um, and I feel like it just, it's, it's oftentimes hard to describe. And, um, and that's what makes it so powerful and um, exciting at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's truly, you were saying it before, it's like, it's truly a business because we haven't even touched upon it and it could be an entire episode on its own, but you know, there's the making of the ice cream, getting the ice cream to the shop, 
the social media marketing of all of your ice cream too, I'm sure is like uh, a yeah. lot to undertake, right? Yeah, um, just just when you think you have one area mastered, there's a whole nother that opens up and then you're like, okay, well, now we're starting at the bottom of this hill. And yeah, social media, I feel like is a blessing and a curse uh, to try and master it, have the picture. And ice cream is always hard to take the pictures of. Is it melting? Is it frozen right? Is the packaging glare okay? Um, so definitely commend you for putting this all together. And you said you started, when was this? Was it during the pandemic? It, it was, yeah. So it was almost immediately uh, as, as the pandemic hit, kind of really forced all of us in our homes. And um, it, that, that's when I decided that I really need a change of pace and what, how can I best uh, bring something that um, I can feel satisfied with down the line. And um, yeah, so it was about summer of 2020, I started and just about this time last year, I received all my packaging. And to me, that was very exciting because so much of my time was spent glued to my computer screen, uh, (laughs) designing these different colors and flavors, all the artwork. And as anyone in the graphics design world will tell you, just because something looks a particular way on a computer screen, it's just not going to print that way. And um, so there was an immense back and forth between the printer and getting proofs and making sure that each flavor is properly represented um, through its packaging. And so that was really exciting for me. Well, there's just a few standard questions that we like to ask in every episode. So the first one, and you you saw it in the survey and you can elaborate if you want, you don't want, interpret it how you want, you don't want. We just ask everyone, are they the big spoon or the little spoon? I'm definitely the big spoon and oftentimes open to negotiation. (laughs) I like that. And then where can people, um, can you just share your brand name, where they can find you, Instagram, any stores you want to highlight, everything like that? Yes, yeah, so it's Heritage Gulfi. You can find us on Instagram at, at Heritage Gulfi. And on our website, we have a map of all the retail locations where you can find our pints. And um, currently, we're in New York, New Jersey, and parts of Pennsylvania. And we're adding new locations weekly. Thanks for spooning with us today and digging into the stories behind the flavors. It's time to freeze. But for more ice cream content and knowledge, follow us on Instagram, let's spoon underscore podcast, only one S. And follow your host, myself, Brooke, Sundays.mom, and Stephanie, Della Cremery. We hope to have ice cream with you soon.